Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pleb uh, Broadcasting Service. What the fuck is going on, everybody? There's going to be a lot of uh, craziness. We got on the show today, Tristan from Lightning Escrow. Why are you wearing a turtleneck? It's so hot outside. <laughs> and then we have on, uh, can we can we just say your name? Are we allowed to say your name? Axel Rose? Just hand the fucking microphone, dude. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I'd, I'd say just of complexion, this is more of like a Joe Perry, but I'll I'll take Axel. What's your name? Axel. Hey guys, I'm Phil Gibson. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, no, 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 you don't want to say anything. Uh, so pretty much on PBS, we talk about absolutely nothing. We have a we have an audience today. Uh, can you guys say some stuff out there so that we can prove it? Hi, mom. <laughs> See, there you go. We have some audience members today. Um, so PBS literally is just a pleb broadcasting service. As you can tell, we're very low budget. Um, I don't know who made this amazing graphic. Was that you, Tristan? That was me. And then you you printed it out. Who printed that out? That was Logan. Was Logan printing out? Good thinking. I can tell. This is why you're like top dog in the podcasting space, Logan. Just printed. It's still warm. It's still warm. <laughs> it's still warm. Anyways, PBS literally is uh, built by the plebs for the plebs. And what we're trying to do here is, um, you know, just bring up uh, normal shit, daily shit, right? On the week. Yep. Phil, you talk a little. You do a podcast, right? Like, what, what, what the do, fuck really? is going on? What's, it called, man? what's your What's your week been like? Oh, well, my weekend is actually almost over because I have a shitty debt consolidation fiat job. So that starts tomorrow morning. So, yay. Uh, so my week's been nice. My weekend has been good. I've been chilling out with What's Up Auto. He's... Hopefully, going to move to Austin like any sane person in the world will. Eventually, you are in the audience. And what was the question? How's my week been? What's the, oh my podcast? My podcast is called A Boy Named Sue. That's Mr. Sue to you. Mr. Sue is my handle. Uh, ugh, I don't like shilling. I too much. I've been taking a spaces sabbatical because when you when you're on the Bitcoin Council of Autism, five nights out of the seven in a week then it really gets to you and you take the test what's, i what's see the test? i i don't have um like if you if you're if you're above 30 out of like 100 or some shit then you have autism or you have tendencies uh, it's all like on a writing scale of course so anything 30 or above it's uh you know pretty much tendencies. This is you. You've got autism. But I, I've i taken it a couple times. I think I got like 32 once, but then I, I got like 26 the most recent time I took it. I, I don't do well on those tests. It all depends on what so kind of mood you're in. Autism. I don't think I do at all. And I... I um, What's no, a clear sign that you might have autism? Uh, just Shinobi. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Like... Brian trolls on yeah, yeah, on, on I know, Twitter. I, I know who he is, but what does that mean? You get really like in deep on, uh, like we're Bitcoiners, we freak out about monetary policy and just go down those rabbit holes, and you shut the fuck up, somebody who is just talking over you, and you just take control of the room of the topic, and you get autistic as we fuck. Well, we think, we think, you have a speech impediment. Look at that one. He wants to come on the show. He can. 
Do you have sunglasses? You can only have be on the show with sunglasses on. Um, I don't have autism. I'm actually the token. You want these? No, So we have a special guest in the room. Tone vase, ladies and gentlemen. Tone, can you come over here for a second? Just uh, yeah, I guess you probably should wear sunglasses because uh, we're doing a sunglasses night here at PBS. So. <laughs> <laughs> is is this fucking streaming or are we just like talking to nobody? I don't know. Did you start the stream? I hit, I hit stream. I don't know. I might have autism. Can somebody check out there? There he is. Oh, there he is. The man, the myth, the legend. Just give him your chair. What the fuck? Kicking me off? No, you can come back on. There you go. He has to, he has to catch a flight, I'm sure. Tone. What are you doing in Austin? Tell us about Unconfiscatable. Like, what's going on with you, bro? Last time I saw you was at Bitblock Boom. I lost severely to, I think it was John in poker. Um, fuck, dude. Zap that was, that? no, not Zap Right, John. It was just like, it was a great night, but fuck, dude. Poker's a lot of fun, man. What fuck was I? Especially poker with tone is a lot of fun. But uh, tell us what you're doing here. Sure. Uh, yeah, I came to. Hey guys, I'm Tom Vase. Have a podcast as well under Tom Vase. Been in the space for oh sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Restart. Most, most important. Yeah, restart. Yeah. Uh, I came down to Austin. There was a conference happening uh, not far from Austin, around Rock, and uh, still nearby, about what thirty minutes north to forty. Yep. And uh, it was a mining conference. I was moderating a panel. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And decided to spend a couple of days in Austin. Meet up with old friends. Uh, see some companies that I uh, haven't seen in a while. Did a podcast earlier today from Onchain Capital. Uh, so I'm by to check out this place, uh, Pleb Lab. Uh, really fun. And off to Vegas so to we, manage the conference. Are we like the biggest shit show in the industry right now? Are we like the shit stain of the industry? What do you think? Oh, God, no. I mean, there's shit coiners everywhere. And they're just, they're just like, I know. They're breeding like rabbits. It's just getting worse and worse and worse uh, in the shit Space. That was a stupid fucking question. I know we're organizing a conference called Unconfiscatable. That's going to take place in about three weeks. Uh, we have a poker game on Thursday the 3rd, and then the conference is Friday, Saturday, and then we got some Fun stuff planned for Sunday before people catch their flights. Got an axe throwing competition and yeah, and uh, some bowling. So it'll be fun. Dude, so tell me about the the um, unconfiscated the poker, well, the, the, poker. Poker, the poker specifically. Because dude, let me just yeah. say this: <laughs> playing poker with tone is a lot of fun. It's it's a it's a lot of fun because uh, like it's just fun, dude. Just don't play against Ben Carmen. The guy, the guy counts cards, bro. I'm calling you out, Ben. I'm on to you, bro. <laughs> what do you, what, what do you think? Yeah, Ben's in the tournament. Uh, Ben's gonna play. Uh, but, but we, but we don't have any pros this year yet. I mean, lab we've had like uh, Phil Locke played, Doc Polk played, Jaron Fatilli played in the past. Who won last year? I did. You did. <laughs> uh, and then the year before, you uh, the year before I finished ninth. Who won that year? Uh, you know, no, no one people know. Okay. Uh, hmm? Ninth place out of what? Ninth place out of a hundred. First year. Do you ever feel Second place. Giving you their hands though? Uh, no, no. I got, I got lucky on a few of them. 
Yeah. I was uh, that first year I finished ninth. I was all in against Phil Locke pre-flop, and he had aces. Pre-flop, he had aces. And I had uh, King Jack suited, but I ended up winning that hand. All, all in against him. So I've like the essence of poker. Yeah. No, no. In so poker, there's, there's there's some strategy, right? I, I I finished ninth in the first year. I won the second year, so at least I want to make the final table again this year. Uh, this year we should be uh, we should get a, we should sell out hundred players. Hundred players What's max. Max. Point zero one. Oh. <laughs> it's not much. Like four hundred bucks. Oh, okay. You're a purist. You don't look at price. You, you wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, that's that's thinking, yeah. yeah, so it's mostly for it's mostly for fun. Uh, and uh, the, yeah, the conference itself is great. We're going to do Scammy Awards again at our after party afterwards. Uh, last year's, uh, we award the Scams of the Year. So we have a bunch of categories. They're a little... Well... Well, we had uh, 10 categories last year. Uh, it was, uh, we had Scammer of the Year, Best New Scam. Stacks. Um, Best New Scam, was it Stacks? No, Hex. Oh, oh Hex. Oh, my <laughs> God. Because it wasn't last year, right? It was 2020. Oh, last year, we skipped. Is Stacks on the list this year? No, Stacks been around for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Best... Like no, no. So, so this year is the last two years, right? So, Best New Scam is like, or like Solana or uh, Polkadot. It's uh, a couple of others. And uh, we also have a Lifetime Scammer Achievement Award. Um, oh, man. So it was a tight race last year, and uh, Craig Wright won. Do they, um, do, they actually, do they actually go to accept the award? No, not yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. So you we're. Know what you, should, okay. toe, 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 toe. you know what you should do with those? I got an idea. What if, what if you just like bring them in through like, like the TV? Like, like they don't get to go to the conference, but you will. Let them accept the award through like a uh, like a Zoom car or something. Zoom, you know, I, I totally would. The problem is, is like it's like two people organizing this entire conference, and we just don't have that kind of time and patience to deal with that. Yeah. So uh, maybe in the future we will do that. Pre-recorded. Maybe uh, send over a pre-recording. Yeah, that, but we don't know who's gonna win until like the day of. Man. We have honest yeah. voting on like other elections. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, some good tokenomics. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so we have to name these awards by last, last. Oh, well, I say last year, I mean 2020, right? Because otherwise the same people and companies will win every year. For example, the most centralized, decentralized blockchain. Ethereum? No. Wait, what, what, are you asking me? I'm asking you. What is this most the most centralized, decentralized blockchain? Yeah. A blockchain that claims to be decentralized, but is actually centralized. Oh, Bitcoin's trash. Ripple. Uh, oh, yeah, right? XRP, yeah. right. Right. It's going to win every year. So we have to name it the Ripple Award for the most uh, centralized, <laughs> decentralized blockchain. I see what you're doing there. But it's kind of like you would have like an Oscar or something for like the, what is that called? Like the Tonys or whatever. Like the, it's called the Tony yeah. for whatever. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. another example is, uh, unfortunately, like I was really hoping that the Lifetime Scammer Achievement Award last time would have gone to John McAfee. Because it's I can't put them on again, so it is now going to be the John McAfee Award for Lifetime Scammer Achievement Award. I would love to think you would love that. And uh, yeah, he probably would. Also, we have uh, uh, it was uh, no coiner, uh, biggest uh, no coiner. Is it just to leave every? And it was such a landslide winner. I mean, we had Noriel Rubini, we had Krugman, 
we had a Warren Buffett, but Schiff. with like 80% of the vote, it was Schiff. So now it has to be the Peter Schiff Award, and this time it's going to be the public office edition. So now it's going to be like Janet Yellen, um, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Um, so, okay, so, so this is a tough one, right? So I've been debating this for a week. We have to choose four finalists. And that's the category that we're struggling, right? So I have five good candidates, and I have to kick somebody out. Is we have... Who? No, 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 no. This no, is a public office. office. Public, public office. office this year. Yeah, so yeah. it's... We, yeah, go ahead. Ooh. They've been in the news public with saying stupid stuff about Bitcoin. Okay, so Warren. Warren. Warren's one. Uh, no, Gensler actually knows Bitcoin space better than 99.9% of Bitcoiners. Yeah, these are people that are um, shitting on right. Sherman. Sherman. Warren. Um, yeah, they're going to be American. I already named one more. Is that the New York guy that loves Bitcoin but not Bitcoin mining? No, no one knows who he is. Oh, I got Janet Yellen. He said she's a stupid stuff. Oh, pal. Um, Jeremy Powell. No, nah, he hasn't really talked about it much. No, I have uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but who do we remove? Trump. I was going to remove Trump, but now it looks like I am political by only having lefties on the list. <laughs> 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 so I might put Trump yeah, so back in. The lefties, man. <laughs> uh, so I might put Trump back in and remove Hillary or something. I don't know. Um, I, think, so, I think it's okay because as Bitcoiners, we don't see politics, so fuck that. So another tough choice. I also have five candidates. And the only reason why I can't put in five candidates is because freaking Twitter voting only lets me do four choices. Um, if they let me do five, I'd have five. But the other tough choices, we titled the category. Oh, we also have a right click of the year for the dumbest <laughs> NFT nice, project. Nice. Uh, the, monkey. <laughs> the monkey one. You have the that's gonna be a tough one, right? You have the monkeys. Yeah, that's the only one I know. You the have the crypto. You know, you have the, the crypto. You have the crypto punks. Which is the Parasilti one? Is the monkey one? The oh, I have no idea which one that is. Yeah, the one that. No, she no, but she's in a different category. We also have the celebrity scammer of the Ooh. year. Has to be okay. Isn't Melania on that? Well, I don't know. You have Floyd Mayweather. Oh, yeah. You uh, also yeah. have Mark Cuban. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, th these things are not going to be uh, easy. <laughs> right? And there was so one more. The, what is that? Chiquita Banana coin? Is that what oh, it's also Kim Kardashian. That was a real thing. It's going to be a tough choice, man. No, but you so, yeah, you have the monkeys. You have the crypto punks. Um, there was one more big one. Those are the ones I know. It's just the monkeys. No, not the penguins. They didn't make the cut. Uh, there was two more big ones. There were sharks and... Besides those two, man. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm trying to think of the other big NFT projects. I know there was two others. Talking to Bitcoin, I know. I don't have time to fucking look at... Fucking yeah. Okay, so so here's the other tough category. It's called the... the you must uh, have been like paints. Who's doing this awful research? Me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So, no, it doesn't take that long. It thank, really, thank does, it really, your, it really does not take that long. Really? Um, you yeah. Scroll through crypto Twitter. Is that all you have to do? Um, no, I, I actually, yeah, sometimes, and uh, yeah, you can tell by stupidity. By oh, no, no, that's not a big one. No, 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 no. Come on, there, there's got to be like multiple monkeys. Wasn't there a thing where like the Solano? Yeah, but they were all like, just monkeys. Monkey oh wait. Um, What's yeah. it called? Yeah. I was gonna say. Soul punks? Here, here, I got it, I got it, I got it. I thought you already said. Punks, I got it, I got it, I got it. No, we said punks. Um, yeah. We have um, 
Oh, I the, love how PBS is like literally we're just fucking talking about NFTs. Oh, uh, the sandbox <laughs> when the they're selling like that? land. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's still uh, NFTs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have the <laughs> sandbox and we have the central land. Uh, I remember that shit. Yeah. Also, we have the oh, the rug pool of the year. Oh, what's what's the biggest rug pool? Squid Game. Yeah, I, I agree. That. There's also Luna Yield, the yeah. Sushi Chef scam. I remember that. Um, and Thodax. That was actually the biggest one. I don't know that. Some exchange that went under. Yeah. yeah so these these are we have good categories here. Here's a Dude, tough decision. A we have the utopian dystopia crypto dream. So this is the dumbest concept. <laughs> we have to drop one. And it's not going to be easy. What's which <laughs> which one do you drop? NFTs, Web3, DeFi and yield farming, DAOs, or proof of stake? Web3. I feel, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like Web3 just encompasses all that bullshit. Yeah. Right? I mean, doesn't it? Thoughts? Ownership. I, Jesus Ownership. fucking Christ, Gar. Yes, do that. But it is its own concept. Wait, read them again? Because I was going to say the same thing for DAOs. So we have to pick four of the dumbest concepts. NFTs, four of the dumbest concepts out of these five. NFTs, Web3, DeFi yield farming, proof of stake, or DAOs. But so like proof of stake is like implied in all of those in a sense. So you could probably take that out. I would just go. I would just go Web three. I would just go Web three tone. But but all of them imply something else from the list. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to read this. Point. Point. Which one? Oh, there it is. NFT is Web three DeFi yield farming. Proof of stake. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. The reason the the reason we remove Web three is there's so much fucking marketing out there about Web three. This is why we kill it. How much marketing do you see about DAOs? Well, maybe NFTs. It'd probably be Web3 or NFTs. No, I'm taking out Web3. Just because, like, the normies come into Web3 or NFTs. Name the category Web3 bullshit we hate. Well, you're going to like this one. The scam incubator of the year. Of the year, not lifetime. No, 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 not that kind of incubator. No, 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 You're You're thinking in... Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's... um. No, no, no. You guys took the question in the wrong direction. Of the year. You have... Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain, Solana, or Uniswap? Binance. Every year it's Binance. Which one is the every scam incubator of the year? Toe, toe. I don't know if you can say toe. Binance. It's Binance every single year. It's Binance every year. And the reason it... Did you see what they just did? They just bought... Was it Forbes that just bought Binance that's, or Binance... That's not yeah. No, no, no. But, Wait, but so it's what, basically no, 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 no. But which platform is responsible for most scams? Ethereum, yeah, Binance, oh, Smart Chain, oh, okay. OpenSea, or oh. Uniswap? Oh, oh Uniswap. Between- <laughs> You blew my mind because like <laughs> yeah. Uniswap is responsible for it, but Ethereum came before and gave them the no, but it's ah. this year, the last two years. It's basically. either Ethereum or uh, OpenSea. And I'm oh, and by the way, oh, by the way, best new scam if Shiba Emu doesn't win, I don't know what will. Shiba Emu, that's that's the new Doge, it's the new Doge, yeah. We also have a shitcoin show of the year. We have like BitBoy and Ren Numer. Oh, oh, you got shitcoin show of the year. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of good categories. <laughs> it, has be, it has to be that fat dude, right? Is Udi on there? Um, you know, I had a category. I had to, I had to remove it. 
I was gonna piss way too many people off. What, what, on YouTube? It was gonna be bad. No, no, no. It was, it was most disliked Bitcoiner. Oh, oh. duty. I know who that is. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I thought I. Yeah, McCormick on the list. What's the question? Most disliked Bitcoiner. Oh shit, that's hard. Who do you even Right. I had Udi on. I had myself on the list. I had uh, yeah. Dude, honestly, really, so humble. But um, but listen, listen to this. I had too many options here, right? Most disliked Bitcoiner, myself, Udi, uh, Peter McCormick, the Winklevi twins, Robert Breedlove. Oh, that's already pot. Pump. Mr. Hodel and Plan B. Why would you throw those last two on there? They get, they, they get a lot of shit. What do they do oh. now? They get a lot of shit. They just get shit. You can take off Mr. Hoddle, but you plan B. Please. <laughs> Dang, no, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing the category. I'm not doing the category. I'm not doing the category. But, but it was interesting. It was interesting to think about. I do have the most cringe YouTuber, and I put myself on that list. Uh, but that's... Why? Because you do it in airports? Yeah, no. Uh, Rao Paul, David Portnoy. Uh, myself. Uh, Kevin O'Leary. Is he a Bitcoiner? Is he like in the in the crypto space ish? Um, I don't even know him. Uh, most cringe YouTuber. Oh. Rao Paul, David Portnoy, Bitboy, and myself. But he's also nominated for Shitcoin Shill of the Year. He can win multiple. Yeah. You know, I thought Richard Hart would win multiple in our last awards. I thought he would win best new scam for Hex he and and scammer of the year. Why did he get a passport this year? Um, no, this year he's nominated for scammer of the year again. I think he should win. Yeah, but but last year he last time he got beat out by Craig Wright for scammer of the year. By this year, you mean 2021, oh. right? Because we're at the beginning. Of um, last, I mean 2020 and 2021 because we skipped the year. So this is a. Uh, so, so, so let me ask. Let me ask you a serious question because we get serious sometimes on PBS. Yeah. yeah. This is. The, this is a play broadcasting service. Sixty minutes. Uh, tone. Let me ask a serious question. So, how do you think Richard Hart has evaded not getting arrested? Seriously. Not not getting arrested. I think it's just the whole thing is just too stupid. And also it's not actually being traded anywhere. Like, like it's not on market cap. It's not on coin market cap. It's not on any of re actual exchanges. He's just on nobody's radar. Well, all that money is like fictional, right? All of these guys are like paper billionaires, but no one has actually exited because they're all locked into his CD scam for like three, five years. But he's cashed in. Oh well, yeah, he's done it, right? But no one actually got scammed. Everyone thinks they're just rich, right? It's it, it's it's actually hard for the authorities to go after him if no one is complaining other than people that are not in the scam. So it's it's the fact that no one's complaining about that they were scammed. Well, like no one has actually lost money in it yet. Well, at the protocol level, yeah. you can't even move your X, right? Isn't that part of the scheme? Do you think that that's something that he kind of thought about? Oh, of course. Uh, he's, he's not an idiot. Like, he's a very smart guy. So yeah. The right. And also it takes them also it takes them like years and years. Unless you blatantly violated securities, usually by filling out the wrong paperwork, it takes them a long time to go after you. He didn't fill out any paperwork. 
right? So a lot of these guys that get nailed by the SEC real quickly is because they they filled out the paperwork wrong. If you don't fill out the paperwork, people actually need to get scammed. And they haven't gotten scammed yet because of the way he structured the scam. Wow, that is Genius. profound. That should get it like, like, yeah, is that, should that be like a special award like for like, like the most calculated, well, he's, he's the Kaiser Soze of scammers, maybe? I mean, he'll, he'll make the Lifetime Scammer Achievement Award eventually. Yeah, he has that's to, a, right? A tough list. I have Michaela Bond there. I'm hoping he wins. Wow, that's days. crazy. Uh, Charles Hoskinson made it this year. Dan Larry. That's crazy. Um, oh, yeah, that guy. I mean, I've, I I've heard some that. stories about that guy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, those aren't the only stories. Um, so, what are, what <laughs> Tone just looked at me. I think that's it. I think I covered that's them it? all. I think I covered them all. So, Uncomfortable coming out when again? Uh, in three weeks. In three um, weeks? March 3rd to March third to 6th. Three weeks. Better. Woo. And then we got, uh, I think, Alex. You're helping out, right? Yeah, he's... Uh, Damn, look at that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think, Kyle, are you still going or what are you doing? Damn, look at this guy. <laughs> Turning down a poker table with Tone. All right, guys. I need to get to the airport All right, Tone. before I miss yeah, my flight. Thanks for coming on PBS. Uh, this nice is awesome. Man. I got to spend more time. Oh, at Any, anything for the plebs? Anything you want to say to the plebs? Oh, man. Just, you know what? Keep buying the dips and keep stacking uh, because one more, one more big exponential rise is coming and it should be soon. So uh, exponential dip. Yeah, keep stacking. Nope, I'm still bullish. I'm still bullish. Keep stacking. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, tone face. Uh, who who else wants to come on uh, SNL? Uh, are we gonna get? Are we gonna? Are PBS? Fuck! It's been a long day. Too many fucking. Too many. Too many claws, man. Get on the claws. Mr. Atwood, you want to come up and say something? You got time, Mr. Atwood? All right, cool. How about Mr. You got to put shades on, though. We need shades. No shades. No shades? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. He's too cool. Michael. He's throwing shade at no shades. Oh, wait. He's getting the shade. Wait. He's bringing his chair. I can't see anything in here, dude. It's dark. What do you need to see? What? What's the question? I just want you to say it in front of the mic. Woo! Say what in front of the mic, dude? Interview Mr. Atwood. What do we want to talk about? So, Mr. Atwood. Get in here. No, 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 no. Don't move them. I hear your mandatory sunglasses you have to wear. There you go. Yeah, wear them. There you go. So, Michael, tell us more about how Oshi's going lately. You should just call me Oshi. Mr. Oshi. I am Oshi. I'll be honest. I forget your name, so Oshi works. So, yeah, yeah, it's going really well. Um, we could even do a demo right now. Oh, you, you want to do a demo? So we, we just launched a website where businesses can onboard to open node in like 30 seconds. Shut up. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Can you yeah. Show us? Yeah, man. yeah. We can show here. Hold on. So, so I hit up Michael in the telegrams the other day. And I went to the Vulcan Gas Company, a little comedy showdown last Monday. I'm going to go this coming Monday. But I thought it would be a good idea for the Bitcoiners to frequent that 
I, I went for the Kill Tony show, the Kill Tony podcast. I recorded that. There's a two-week delay when they released that. But, you know, just imagine Vulcan Gas Company getting onboarded on Oshi and being, like, two degree separation from Joe Rogan himself. I think that's uh, not the worst idea in the world, personally. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? So, I, I just got a video from Marty. Boss, look. So he just showed me. I don't know if he'll let me show this on TV. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So Marty just showed me the new, uh, this new studio layout. Dude, I got a new desk. Check that out. I don't know if you can see that on camera. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Anyway, Mr. Atwood, show us. Fucking Todd, I'll see you later, man. Have have a safe trip. Hey, man. Do you want a beer to go? No, no, no. Are you sure? We have like five, 17 Dos Equis. <laughs> Will they let, can you take beer on a plane? No. I don't know. You can't get drunk? Do you want to just pound like two beers real quick? Okay, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, boss. All right. See you later, Tone. All right, Michael, show us what you got. All right. Well... Here, can someone hold this mic? Just Google. All right. So basically, I am a business. I'm not going to tell you the URL yet because they're still testing some things on it. But I am a business. I could basically walk up to a business right now and I could say, hey, go to this URL and onboard uh, as a business to accept Bitcoin payments uh, right now. Yeah, so I'm going to do an email address. I'm just going to do a test email. I'm just going to do a test email here. Um, Just a test password. Create account. All right, so now I have an account. Um, But I first have to set up my open node. So I'm just going to type in a business name. Address, description, business phone. Uh, I could. It's just, I'm just putting. In yeah, you're just kind of showing me right now. Well, yeah, but I'm just ty- I'm just walking through. I'm just typing in basic information. Oh, okay. Like literally, I'm just I'm just typing in my business my business information, right? And then from there, here now where we can show it. All right, show the camera. Show the camera. Yo, yeah. Can you see? Yeah, you're good. Kinda. Yeah, they can't yeah. see that. But we're all importing the world, yeah, all so merchants on a Bitcoin standard. That's right. Yeah, they can so accept Bitcoin through OpenNode. So at this point, I'm just going to hit add provider. And it's going to tell them, hey, how about a no hassle setup powered by OpenNode? We'll also have other providers on there too very, very soon. And I just hit get started now. And then boom. So I can now accept Bitcoin payments. I can just go ahead and. Uh, Type in an amount, 22 bucks, and hit accept, and it's going to generate an invoice. Can't see that, but I believe you. So what is it that you had to, to do to like make this a 30-second process? Like what, what, what were the, the hoops you had to go through? Yeah, so we've been, we've been working with uh, some of the lighting service providers, so whether that's OpenNode or Ibex or, um, you know, Galloway, let's say, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Beach Wallet. Um, to utilize some APIs, um, I guess some of which are public, some of which are not, 
to be able to easily onboard businesses and get them to create accounts instantly in a very, very seamless way. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty much what we had to do amongst a variety of other things just in regards to uh, making it easy for businesses to accept it. Man, it got real quiet real fast. Yeah, wow. Talk about it. No, I mean, we all had turned into like a yeah. I'm sorry. Steve Jobs had a question for you. <laughs> okay. It's Chris, not Steve Jobs. Excuse you. But so my question for Michael is, I can't hear you. Come here. Get the fuck up, Kyle. Get up here. Get off the fucking beanbag. Get up here. Come on. You got to put on your shades. Say it again. I said, I, okay, first of all, not, not, it's, 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 they're, they're not pit vipers, first of all, this is how we do it at Pub Lab. So anyways, Phil, are you excited to see me or is that just a one inch ruler? Um, we got the we got the chode going on. Thick and balanced. This got real weird real quick. I just I just uh, hold on. Let me up. I, uh, what's the question? Okay, first of all, two things. Two things. They're not pit vipers. I was rocking cool sunglasses before Parabolic Eye. If you're out there, I got confused for you because you're stealing my sunglass look. You're stealing my sunglass look. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. I'm also I'm also bigger than you are. Um, so anyways, all right, so look, yeah, shots fired. Uh, he definitely has more money than me though, no, no question about it. Um, I just came up to say this guy has, uh, he's got like a very Steve Jobs, Tom Selleck look. We just need to find him a turtleneck that's got a fucking Hawaiian vibe, a Hawaiian turtleneck. And it's like the, it's like the love child of Tom Selleck and uh, yes, it is. Look, look at this man. It's Tom Selleck and Steve Jobs. We just need a Hawaiian turtleneck. Oh, it, okay, we live in Texas and it's hot as balls. So the least he can do is at least keep he can at least keep the turtleneck, but wear those like short short khakis, you know? Yes. If if anybody in the <laughs> if anybody in the Bitcoin community knows how to to sew, please make us a sleeveless Hawaiian turtleneck. Thank you. Okay. okay actually. Okay. So I can wear it, right? Just me. If someone does make that, I will wear it in the next show. I promise. Oh! I promise. Um, I've got my fucking question. Here, take it. Hang on. I was going to say one thing. Um, I got one thing to say. Mr. Ratwood, you look dashing in those sunglasses. And I mean, where's it really well? Anybody. So, no. Okay. We'll say something to Kyle. We fucking left. <coughs> Forget it. Anyway, so my question for Michael is. Okay, cool. As a as a business, serious question by the way, why would I want to accept why would I want to accept a voucher over a point of sale? Oh, so why would you rather accept a voucher? We can even take it a step further in a moment too. So so, it's really. Uh, well, we we have both, so we have both. So we can also give them a way to have have an actual lightning like point of sale as well. Um, but the voucher system is an interesting system in terms of like they can actually pre-sell their products and services. Um, they can do gift cards. They can do a variety of other things so that they can get the money now and the consumers can redeem the products later if they so choose. So whether that's 10 seconds later 
or 30 minutes later or a year later. That is incredibly valuable in a hyperinflationary environment. So, so Matt, so Matt, yeah, so Matt understands the concept that money now is worth more than money later. Um, and, and, you know, for, for small businesses, let's say just hypothetically that we do have a hyperinflationary environment in which not only would businesses prefer money now over money later to preserve their business, um, but, but also they would like to do that in Bitcoin which would be a really, really valuable thing for them to kind of shield themselves from the inflationary pressures. So, yeah. So, like, so to answer your question, why a voucher as opposed to a POS? I don't know how many of you have seen a business attempt to accept a Bitcoin payment, but generally it's not very smooth. Um, their staff, they have to train the staff, like, here, okay, pull this up, go to this wallet, punch in the amount. Oh, wait, no, that you actually punched in Bitcoin, not dollars. Now it's like a $46,000 thing. Like, oh, shoot, okay, wait, go back, go back, okay. Oh, no, no, now you're in sats, you're in sats. Go back to dollars. Like, it's it's really confusing generally. Now, I'm, I'm being I'm being a little ridiculous, but the reality is it it is a little confusing. Is it something that businesses can learn and employees can learn? Absolutely. But... It's really easy for them just to scan a voucher or a code with the Square POS, and the employee doesn't even have to know that this consumer even paid in Bitcoin. I had a question real quick. Real quick. So we answered the like hyperinflationary scenario. Where do you see this? And like, is it if we have a strong dollar and perhaps deflationary scenario? Where do you see this going? Yeah. So. So a deflationary scenario in which you're saying that the Bitcoin price uh, actually kind of goes down in value against the dollar, basically? Or, or are we saying... Oh, no, no, no. Like, strong dollar, but also strong Bitcoin. Yeah, so strong dollar, strong Bitcoin. Um, okay, so let's say the dollar is getting uh, stronger than... You know, first of all, they can always just hold Bitcoin, too. But if the dollar is getting stronger, then money now is still better than money later. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still like, so whenever you're dealing with inflation, I mean, I guess money now is always better than money later, first of all, because you can still take that money now and then you can invest in Bitcoin with it. I don't want that to, cheeseburger in a week. I want it now. Yeah, so you, yeah, so we could get into, so we could get into that. So imagine as the consumer, let's say you buy a cheeseburger, 10 cheeseburgers. Ten cheeseburgers. Let's say you buy 10 cheeseburgers wow. now and they're going to give you a discount on that because there are businesses, hey, well, I would love for you to buy 10 cheeseburgers. Um, cause I want the money now and then you can get the cheeseburgers whenever you want. Um, that's another quite, quite fascinating. I think card. <laughs> no, fuck you, car. I'm going to talk all fucking podcasts. Fuck ahead, you. Like so my, so my question I have is, do you see, so do you guys see, or do you see a society where we take vouchers over a point of sale at some point? Yeah, like in like a week. Wait, what? <laughs> Vouchers over. Like the no, Oshi. No, is. I'm asking. We as an Oshi, there's no, no, nothing no. but Oshi. No, my question is, do you think in the future, uh, merchants are going to prefer vouchers over point of sale? Uh, no, I mean, I think there's always going to be some form of point of sale. But what I do, so, see, this is a hard one. This is where we can get into like the LNURL POS. Let's talk about it. So I think it's really great. I think um, being able to like say, um, or, or like the, the NFC reader, like 
uh, what was it? Uh, coin, coin, coin kite, coin, no, coin something. Um, coin center. Coin center. Yeah, they did this video where like uh, Molly, or something, Molly Spires or something, had a had her sock, and within the sock had an NFC chip, oh, which was basically um, um, had an Ellen URL. Coin floor. What's that? Coin. Coin floor. Yeah, something. Yeah, no, something yeah. in the UK, right? Yeah. And so she had her sock, an NFC chip in her sock, and she could tap on the POS NFC reader, and it would actually pay the Sats. It's now, like I think that's really, really interesting and, and really cool. Coin Corner. Coin Corner, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really interesting. It's really cool. There's definitely going to be use for it. But I, I also think that there are some problems presented there. Um, obviously, you can set your, like, LNURL uh, like, re, uh, chip or whatever to only give away, like, this many sats at a time, this much per day. So if you were to lose, lose that sock, it wouldn't be, like, some sock. terrible thing. Um, but... I I view a world where you're going to likely purchase goods and services maybe even before you get to the location um, just to simplify and streamline your checkout service. So what will happen is you maybe have already ordered that product or service. You walk in, you tap your phone, not to make a payment over NFC, which I guess could be inherently um, riskier than just like making a payment on your phone, using your Lightning wallet or what what have you, and then just tap the NFC reader to to um, give data to verify that you made that purchase, not to actually send the purchase. That's kind of where I am. Like, where I'm, I'm thinking. I like LNURPOS. I think it's really cool, um, and certainly it's it's warranted in a variety of areas. It's, but it, yeah. it, it, it's interesting because it's almost like. You pay for your, your shit now, and then you basically like go there, and then you like use like tap like I'm here. Where's my order? Um, but it's it's all it's almost like introducing a similar counterparty risk like we have in the financial uh, realm, where it's like okay, are they actually gonna make my food? It's like duh, they're incentivized to like make that order. But it's like that was always like something I I had in mind. Like, have you seen that happen? No, well, you can say that just because I paid at the POS doesn't mean they're going to make my food either. That's true. <laughs> so there's always that counterparty risk, but there, I mean, is, there like is an option here. In takeout, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there there is an option here, however, where where you could actually. I mean, and and on the flip side, just because you paid for it and you said you're going to come pick it up, but you just never pick it up, or you say, "Oh, I'm going to come pick this up," and then the customer doesn't pay; they pay at the register in cash, and they never pick it up. Then the business gets screwed, which probably happens more often than the other way around because the customer doesn't have a reputation to uphold but the business does generally speaking right have you have you like like it with uber have you considered like a rating system yeah 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 absolutely i would like to do uh some sort of rating system and it could also be like both tied into like value and, for value both merchant and customer yeah absolutely there there's a system in which you could actually rate a product or service or business after you have already redeemed the product or service, so it would take it would it would kind of uh, disable a lot of say scammers that just want to like yeah or, or like bots that say oh this let's give it a one star because yeah. like we're another opposing business they would at least have to buy the product first yeah <laughs> so what I see happening is this would get big if you guys acted as a Groupon with not just restaurants but like massage parlors as well or anywhere else that offers like a service that you can discount what do you th what do you think of that. Yeah, absolutely. The Groupon model is interesting. They set out to basically become like the Amazon, you know, local Amazon marketplace for the small businesses. Um, but they have a variety of things that they did that they flew a little too close to the sun. They didn't do a uh, 
a very stellar job. They charged a ridiculous amount. And I really don't think that the ethos of small business and community was ever actually truly there is ultimately one of the biggest things. Um, they charged businesses a 50% commission. You know so. so what do you think of that car? Uh, I've been busy. I've been busy working because I haven't had chance to talk on the mic. Because I wanted to say something a while back, and, and this is what I love about fucking Michael Atwood and the fact. <laughs> what? No. Up now. Nothing about what we were talking about now. But this is where like me and Michael Atwood like see eye to eye. This is where like <laughs> me, Kyle, and Michael see eye to eye. And this is where a lot of people I feel like do not understand the space. It's just like get it fucking out there. Get it fucking shipped. Like, let it fucking work with the system that is, is in place now. Don't fucking wait. Just get it fucking working with what it is now. And that's what I love about Michael is like, yes, Tristan, are we going to fucking use these fucking things? Probably not. Who gives a fuck? But it works for what it is now. And like, all I know is I can go to Meteor Coffee and have a $6 cheeseburger, fries, and a drink right now on Congress on Tuesdays. From like 3 to fucking 7 p.m. But what I'm trying to say is like I can buy that on Oshi today and have that ready on Tuesday. I don't give a fuck how it happens, but I can pay sats for it. What's that like fucking 8,000 sats or whatever? But that's what I love about Michael and what his vision is and the way he sees product is like he's right in line with what me and Kyle think. It's like, let's just fucking go. (laughs) And that's what Oshi does. They just fucking go. That's why on day one when cash... Lightning got released. I looked to Michael and he's like, Yeah, it's already it's already working. Cash app. It was just he meant it, cash app. Yeah. And so that's what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to say. So let's talk about it. Hey, hey, cheers. So so Michael, can you explain like cheers, literally why yours worked on day one, just like instantly? And when you showed me, I was like, Oh yeah, you were waiting for this, but also you already built all these features in, so you didn't have to like see anything profound there. You were already running. You didn't have to like be like fucking the other fucking blockchains and like have to build it while it's fucking running on the freeway at 78 miles per hour. You were already fucking building on Bitcoin. Fucking, you know what I mean? And you literally had it running. So when fucking Jack released fucking lightning on cash, you were just like, boom. Are we just calling Cash App Cash from now on? All right, I'm done with that. So, yes. I don't remember the question, but basically, I, well, basically, so I guess you're you're talking about why, why was why were we ready? Right. Well, so for the longest time, you know, there's, so we've been working on this for like a few years almost, right? Mm-hmm. So for the longest time, we've been waiting for the technology to catch up. Like I saw a way for people to engage with a local Bitcoin economy that was very practical and economical. We were just waiting for the tech to catch up. Like whenever we first built the app, we literally only made it to where you could purchase one thing at a time because we were concerned that the payment would fail because there wouldn't be enough liquidity, like even at larger providers. Um, like those are really interesting issues. Like if you had like an early or mid-2018 or whatever, right? And, and uh but now, like, we can send, like, hundreds of dollars in, in worth of payments, and it's going to go through, and we're, we are using, like, uh, generally, like, customers can use a variety of different ways, business, but generally, yeah, we're using, like, things like yeah. OpenNode or Ibex. Like, they're going to be able to handle that volume, and they have liquidity in the channel management, right? I know. But in terms of, like, whenever Strike launched, right, like, we were waiting for Strike. Like, before Strike, there was, there was SparkSwap. 
And like, we're like, yeah, spark swap. And then that like went under, right? Um, it was really cool. It was basically like a strike. And then after that, it was Escher <laughs> and that didn't work. And then after that, we had um, Olympus, which eventually turned into strike. So this whole time we've just been waiting to catch up and now it's caught up. And now like, exactly. like we're getting busy. Like we're getting crazy. It's I like, know. oh shit, then, this shit is getting so, crazy. Like we're behind now. So when you showed me that on yeah. fucking Tuesday, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So who knows about this? You're like, this is just a normal day for Michael Atwood. Shit just starts working when people start implementing new shit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's like normal that's fucking shit. But I, but I was like, no, this is fucking like cash, right? Like you're going to fucking, it's going to work app. on fucking cash. And it's going to work with app. fucking Say lightning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah so, yeah, so we were always built specifically for lightning. We were always lightning native. Like we had pressure from people saying, oh, you should like, incorporate debit and credit cards and you should do this and you should like you know like this is going to be an open monetary network like if the, the very thing of incorporating fiat and legacy finance into this app like hamstrings it completely we, yes. we have to stay lightning native so whenever the tech catches up and i know it's catching up and I'm, i've networked enough to know some some things that are coming out right i go we're going to be ready for that before anyone else is. And so, thing, Phil. Phil. Wait, wait, wait. Phil, no, no, <laughs> fuck Phil. One thing, Phil, I love you, but fuck you. No, calm down, I love you. But I just want to say one thing real quick, real quick. No, uh, just like hats off to Michael because like, dude, this is where like you have the fucking vision, bro. You saw it clear as day. And then when fucking that got released, you were ready for it. And there was a lot of people not ready for it. I know Marty was ready for it too because he's been building, waiting for it. We did a live demo on uh, RHR. Ghost, yeah. yeah, dude. Like, like, so it's like the people that see the vision, that see that are ready for it, the Bitcoiners that are ready for it, are just going to run with it. And you get left behind. And that's just how it is. Can we, can we get a round of applause for Michael Atwood, please? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, like, one more comment on that. Like, I, I think like vouchers are really the, the biggest like fuck you to the legacy system because if you're using debit, credit cards, whatever, like that's just another percentage that's going to Visa or whatever. And so like vouchers are like the work way around that because we're building this like Bitcoin parallel e ecosystem. We're still using legacy tactics, but voucher is a much better alternative than having the merchant take a hit because they pay one whatever percent back to Visa. Yeah, yeah. Very, very astute observation. And effectively, like, we can actually use some of these POS systems to implement these vouchers and they're still compatible with the POS system without them having to actually go through any Visa MasterCard payment processing financial intermediary whatsoever. And it's just done with vouchers. Um, when are we what? When are we removing OpenNote, he says. So, we, we're, so we're not going to remove any of them. Um, what we do is we give our businesses a a choice between what they want to use. So instead of removing like systems in which I think will dramatically improve the experience of businesses um, and, and uh, improve the ease of use, right? Um, and like liquidity needs and requirements at this stage, we're, we're, we're going to keep those. We're, we're going to add all sorts of different providers, BDC pay server, Voltage, like, you, you know, anything. Yes, yeah. So he, he, so so Matt asked if we have a sliding scale um, for these businesses of like choose your own sovereignty, basically. And because yeah, do you want to go like the fully custodial option with dollar convertibility? Like, sure, that's great. You can do that. It's really easy. Dip your toes in, get try it out. Right? Yeah. There's Open Note for that. There's Ibex for that. Or there's you know whatever Strike or or whatever. But yeah, we are like 
some businesses are going to say, and I've already talked with people, especially Bitcoiners that are already handling business. They're like, I don't want OpenNode because I have a BTC Pay server. And I'm like, cool, we'll build support for BTC Pay. Like, we got you. It's not that hard. Um, you know, we have support for like Bitcoin Beach Wallet. So like people that have no idea, we have support for them like right now. Um, and it's still custodial for them, but we're talking about people who have never had access to digital payments ever, and now they do. Um, so there, there's all sorts of different different ways. But yes, I like the sliding scale. There's no shishing. Yeah. Questions. We have live. We have live questions. Actually, right. does, does anybody have any live questions? Oh, but I want to say one more. One more comment. Okay. Go so, like from from some from some um, VCs, I've heard. You know, we haven't raised any money. It's totally out of pocket. But we've been talking to the VCs, yeah, and and every now and then you'll get a you'll get a you'll get somebody who says like, well, you you really need to do debit and credit cards. Like you got to do debit and credit cards. And I'm like, no, I don't. And then I one time I got something, and again, it wasn't like it wasn't they were being rude. It was more like they're just being. Like they're challenging the the theory, and I I live for that because you know you're gonna run into walls, and then you try to innovate around them, right? And the the theory is like, well, are you gonna wait for all these other companies to build the on ramps that you need for for everyone else, or are you gonna build your own company? And it's like everyone else is gonna be building on the most open monetary network known to man. I don't have to build that. Like that is coming, and then boom, like Cash App releases it. There's 30 to 50 million active users. Cash that, what? That, cash app. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's 30 to million, 30, 50 million plus active users that can now interface in the Lightning economy. Now is it perfect? Would I rather them use Moon or, or like in a lot of other options? Like, yes, that would be cool. But did, did I start with that? No. Did you guys start with that? No, we probably all started on Coinbase, generally speaking, because that's how we got introduced. Yeah, but where are we at now? I question for you, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, non-KYC. So, going off of that. Right so going off of like that, guys. You know how Lightning just released your Cash App. Cash. <laughs> say with me. Cash App. Say with me. Cash. Cash App. What are you guys talking about? Say Cash App. I don't understand what's going on. Okay. Cash App has released Lightning support. Are you heading out, man? Hey, 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 everybody. This is... Uh, can we say it? Yeah. Nate is one of our good friends here. At that. Bitcoin, give it <laughs> yeah, I, I love what you were saying. Like, if anybody caught the um, anybody caught the interview with Jack Mellers on Pedro's podcast, like, I think the defining thing of our era is the um. Oh yeah, of course. The the defining thing, the defining thing of our era are these like open protocols that that make it um make it a uh, it, it changes the battlefield, right? Like, we're gonna be competing. For the experience. Great. Nice. The light. This is quite the experience. It's hard to think with all the chaos around me. So, right. So, like you were saying, the open monetary network um, means that everybody has to compete on the best possible experience for the end user, and all of the incumbents are going to get fucked if they don't accept that at some point. That's what Miles was saying. But this doesn't just apply to Bitcoin, right? It applies to like. Um, uh, Fiat Jaff's concept of Noster, decentralized social media. So we're going to be opening up um, competition to the experience for the end user. So anyways, I think that's actually the defining uh, thing of our era, entrepreneurs of our age and our generation. 
We're going to be building the experiences on these open protocols and competing in that new marketplace and basically disrupting incumbents in that way. So all the value that they've accrued over their like, you know, lifetime will be draining out and will be snatching up as much as we possibly can by accepting the fact that it's going to be a, a, a fight for the experience. All right. Thanks, I got one question. Can you can you just tell us like what's going on with Francis and him going up there to Canada and potentially saving everybody? I'll tell you what I know. Uh, Francis is currently in Costa Rica, so I don't think he's going to be going to Canada anytime soon unless Good. he's planning that and I don't know about it. But um, we're in big support of the Trucker Freedom Convoy. Woo! Big support. Round of applause for the truckers, guys. Come on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, shout out to all my Canadians out there. Is it, much is love. Much, can you just say, is it much easier to do uh, bull Bitcoin? Is it easier to do bull Bitcoin? Because they're going to have, uh, what, Yeah, so, like… Donations? Well, bull Bitcoin is not going to try to compete with Tallycoin in any sort of way. Tallycoin is a great project, and we don't want to compete with yeah. that. But if anybody out there wants to donate to the truckers, know that bull Bitcoin has bills, this service that allows you to basically transmit… Uh, fiat to Bitcoin to anybody. So, you know, if you don't want to use Bitcoin, you can use bills to pay somebody in Bitcoin. So it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Nate, for coming. Thanks, Bye, Nate. Woo! Nate from Bull Bitcoin. Anyway. Yeah. I, shout out to Francis. Shout out to the whole Bitcoin, Bull Bitcoin crew. Uh, Gustavo, if you're out there, you got to come on PBS. I love you, bro. I miss you. All right. I had a question for everybody. So, back to the original question I wanted to ask earlier. So, Cash App, say with me, car. Cash. <laughs> when he says cash, cash. you say app. Cash. Cash. Mm-hmm. Cash. Mm-hmm. Cash. Cash. Mm-hmm. Cash. Mm-hmm. Cash app. <laughs> cash app. So they've added lighting support, right? What do you guys think about it? Just start with Philip. What do you think about it? What I, oh, is this I a round table kind of thing? Yeah, I am fucking opinionated about uh, it. Can start there. We can start there. No, let's start with Okay, we'll cool. Start with uh, it, it, it's about time. I actually pay my landlord in Lightning, and it was pretty sweet. It's a crisp, easy, I like Cash App to Blue Wallet, and then to him. So, thanks, app Jack. Blue Wallet? Cash App to Blue Wallet, oh, okay. and I pay him in. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, it's about damn time. Thanks, Jack. You're doing good shit. So, my question is what do you think of Cash App's lighting support? That's the question. Is this insinuating that there's no lightning support on Oshi? Okay. No, 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 no. It's not about Oshi, it's about Cash App. Okay. He's just said, well, uh, I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, there's a problem. There's one, there's one problem, though, is that for a lot of people um, who don't have… who don't have Cash App as their default iOS wallet… Then they're not going to be able to use it because there's no way to paste the Lightning invoice in Cash App at the moment, um, which I'm sure they're they're very well aware of. Um, they're rolling it out, you know, little by little, and uh, what they've done so far is fantastic. At this moment, somebody can hop on the Oshi app. Well, I don't think it, I, I don't think they're listening. That's okay. I'm talking to the audience. I'm sorry, audience. The 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 viewers. Maybe there's maybe there's a few of them out there. Be your own. Yeah, they, I was just about to come in and, and give that little snippet because the audience got so tired of whatever was being talked about here that they just left. So um, it's because the, uh, the man is not holding the mic. The the man. You're gonna break the yeah. What are you? What are you, what are you doing? First of all, the man is holding the microphone. This is a great debut episode, guys. No, it's been a great episode. Anyway, back to cash app conversation. No, we're done talking about cash. Let's go. Cash app. Cash. Oh, really? Are you going to do this live? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to lose car. 
Okay, so we're moving on from cash. It's a, a, we've been shilling. We've been we've been shilling. No, no, no. I'm I'm done. I'm 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 done. So now we're gonna talk about something completely different. We're moving directions. We're moving directions. We lost all the audience just talking about cash. They're getting booze. Yeah, we're getting booze. People are laughing at us. Let's talk about. Let's talk about something interesting. Okay, yeah, let's talk about something happening in the news this week, Kyle. Actually, you know what? Let Kyle talk for a second. Kyle, what's going on in your life this week? I know I saw you. You went on Stephen Levera. Can you have a seat real quick? You went. You went on Stephen Levera. Um, yeah, it's a fiat chair. You you went you went you went on us, uh, Kyle. You went on Stephen Levera. Um, Stefan. I've never formally met him. He hasn't told me I'm wrong, so I'll wait for that day. You went on Stephen Levera. And um, yeah, yeah, Stephen. These guys are fucking distracting the fuck out of me. Okay, both of y'all. You're getting drunk. Okay, so here we go. I love Phil though. I wish Tristan would stop talking so I can ask the question. Shut up, Tristan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Here we go. Here we go. So you were on Stephen Libera this week, right? And you literally said you literally. I love you, Tristan. You literally said that. You know I do. You literally said that. Uh, you thought what we were building here was was important. Um, well, why do you? Why the hell do you think that? I, we have fun all the time. We goof off, but like, we're fucking doing PBS between two trash cans. There's a fucking paper here. We're getting drunk. Like, why is this important? And the audience is back. <laughs> Perfect timing for me to scare them back away. Um, yeah, man. So I mean, I talked about what I thought we were doing. What being important is like. Like, I don't know that there's any dichotomy between the importance of what we're building and the fact that we're sitting here getting drunk. Tristan, man, what are you I'm sober. Good, good timing. You wait yeah. until you wait until I start talking about some shit about what like the importance of what we're building, and then he decides to get up and clean up the trash. So. I'm as sober as a cactus in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I think, um, I think the idea of what we are building being important is like. I mean, what, so like, what are we building, right? Like, let's start there. Let's discuss what it is we're building. Like, what, what did we start with? We started with me and you being two random dudes on Twitter who wanted to hang out with Bitcoiners more. Yeah. Okay, so we decided we were going to try and do Austin Bitcoin Club. That was like, I we're going to tweet about being in the park. You obviously were not going to let me do that. So that turns into like two dudes who are going to like host a thing at a small little cafe which turns into like your friend Lee with the Texas Blockchain Council suggests we come here to the Capital Factory and talk to them, which turns into Austin Bitcoin Club. Um, and what is the importance of Austin Bitcoin Club? Uh, the importance is that Bitcoiners want to hang out with other Bitcoiners. And we have a ton of Bitcoiners in the city of Austin and more of them coming every single day. So like BitDevs is great and it's, a, it's like a cultural phenom, but it's not enough. It wasn't enough. It still isn't enough. So Austin Bitcoin Club, it adds like more to the pool of like where can Bitcoiners go and hang out with other Bitcoiners. And now we have BitDevs and Austin Bitcoin Club, and it's still not enough. It's still not enough. It's not enough. better. Right. It's, it's still not enough. So now we have something that's like really technical on one side. If you're we like, we, we have, now, right, right. So so look, we have, we have BitDevs, which is like a super highly technical 
um, event for the huge developer community that we have in Austin. We have Austin Bitcoin Club for the really social side of things where it's like, we're not going to do anything technical. We're going to goof off. We're going to drink some beers. We're going to eat tacos because we're plebs and we are taco plebs. Uh, and and I think that was important. So from there, like we create a community. And we, well, we don't even create a community. We just allow the community to gather in a place that we kind of put together. And the community told us what they wanted, right? Like Pleb, Pleb Lab, the thing that we built that is now like the office downstairs, that, that wasn't our idea. It was just another thing that we ran with that the community literally gave us. The community said that this was important. We want to get devs together. Okay, so we, we again, we just find a way to host the space where we get devs together. That turns into a whole nother thing. It's like, it's now this little family of guys who are just like sitting downstairs in an office and yeah, there's some goofing off. Yeah, we're doing a live broad stream where we sit here and drink broad, beers. Broad, broad, stream. broad stream, broadcasting. Yeah, broad. yeah, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyways, it's, uh, I don't know, long story short, I'm getting long-winded, but like, I think the, I think the, yeah, the, um, the, 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 the base of everything that we've done, if we're just talking about what is important is that we've tried to continue to build community, ABC community, Pleb Lab community, PBS, which hopefully becomes a thing where we just do what we're doing right now and more people show up community, like I don't know. I don't really feel like there's too much to say to the importance of community. It's like, I don't think like Bitcoin is a powerful tool that helps us win as we try to like change the whole world, but it, it's never going to happen if it's just like a bunch of individuals like all over the world who are just like fighting by themselves. Like the, the best chance is like when people organize and get together and build community. So I think there's a lot of importance so to what that. Do you think about that PBS plebs. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Phil, can you do me a favor? Take out my keys from your fucking crotch. Oh, thank God. I was, I thought they were, uh, no, I think you're right, Kyle. I think there was something to be said about like community. And that was something that we both like agreed on from the very beginning. Um, I'm glad I found you, bro. I'm, gl I'm, I'm, gl I'm glad that I, I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we made this together. Uh, and Keon and Keon too. <laughs> I've said many times I feel blessed that I just ended up in Austin at the time that I did and that Same. I am here with people that like I lived in Austin since 2017 and I really haven't had friends until the past year and it's be because of Bitcoin you have friends now that is debatable. Like, like, it is debatable. Like, 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 honestly, How do you differentiate a friend and a lover? I'm not gonna answer that question. That's for Carr. Answer that question. Uh, like, honestly, though, like, I wish I could hang out with more people, but I just don't have time. Like, I want to hang out with Phil a lot more, dude. Like, I want to jam out with them, but I just fucking don't have time, dude. But like. That's the only thing I think now is like just trying to figure out how much time I have and just like allotting it perfectly. But doing something like PBS allows us to hang out with everybody. That's what I love about this thing that we're doing. Say that again. We need more beanbags. We can we can make that happen. We need an audience. Except 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 that the beanbags the beanbags in the room aren't even fully occupied. So I don't necessarily know that we need more beanbags. There's a one-to-one ratio of speaker to uh 
Yeah, now look, we're breaking the ratio. We're we're breaking the ratio. This is odd, everybody. Make a welcome. Make an applause. But howdy, uh, I'm Otto Rothman. Uh, I, I there's a camera there. Let's let's see. Am, am I just hanging out here? Let's see. What's up, gang? Um, you did wall squats. That's good. <laughs> He's like, that's good. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I'm good at comedy. I know that. I, the last time I was in Austin, it was like an Urbit thing, which uh, I, was, I was talking to him about. He's like, it's uh, Closer. Is, it, is this mic really like this? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not a prop. This is not. Well, I love it. I wish it was. This should be a prop. You need to keep this thing. We'll show the prop. No, this show's great. I love it. Uh, this is the best. Like, I, I hate podcast movement, but I love this thing. Oh, is that, that's, I can see my audio recording there. Nice. We got fancy equipment. There's like ten thousand dollars of equipment you guys can't see. But uh, <laughs> what did you want to say? What I want to say? Um, I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of things I want to say to the camera, and it's mainly just improv comedy. Oh, I don't know. I was invited onto the stage. I feel like uh, what? Rip, it did what? No, I'm not. I'm from Philadelphia, but I, I I'm planning on moving down here. Oh, you are gonna move here? Like, hey, Otto, what is your address? My address is 952 North American Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, zip code 19123. You can come visit me at any time. I, wow. I love guests. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is OPSEC? He's not holding his keys. So let me ask you this. What do you think of Austin so far coming from Philadelphia? The city of brotherly love? Is that it? Uh, yeah, it's that. It's not, it's not really like that. It's kind of just like a, it's like a tourist trap. That's not true. Um, but um, is is always yes. It's yeah, always sunny. It's it's like that. It's really it really is like that. Um, uh, it's pretty much everyone in Philadelphia can be described by one of those characters. I've gotten Dennis a lot. Uh, what? Uh, uh, yeah, people, <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't see it because it's I'm, I'm doing fun stuff and not just on my own and talking on the internet. <laughs> uh, Otto, what do you what do you do? Do you work in the Bitcoin industry? Otto, how old are you? Let's start with that. I'm 20. I'm underage oh, drinking. I'm not 20. <laughs> I'm 21. Are you? Yeah. Oh, wait, really? Cut out, cut no, out, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, wait, so, so hold yeah, on. Cut out the live stream. No, no, so, no, no, don't cut out the live stream. Everybody drinking. We're, we're drinking. Definitely 21 yeah. years old. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, we're, it's it's all sarcasm. He, yeah, he's he's yeah. he's 22. We're just LARPing. Yeah, yeah we're LARPing. Yeah. If you don't believe me, cash me outside. No, no, no. no, no Bitcoin no. boxing. Cash app. Cash app. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Cash app me outside. Bitcoin boxing 2022. <laughs> I, I just want to say, this is I'm, the, I'm the guy who wrote this whole thing. This is all scripted. Fuck it, Matt, get up here. None of, yeah, none of, Matt, none of, Matt, Matt get up everyone here, here Matt, is a paid Matt, actor. Get up, Matt, get up here. And none of this is real. Matt, get up here. Get up here, Matt. It's no, all right. So anyway, my next question for you was, how did you get into Bitcoin initially? Um... I was like uh, an incelly dork uh, and had nothing else to do, and so I just was on. Like, so what's it? I'm big shout out to Phil for like connecting with people. I'm socially inept. I only really know forums. It's all right, man. Let's <laughs> let's make sure Mom heard the shout out. Hey, Mom, I love you a lot. Happy Aww. retirement. It's your third time. Make sure it stays committed this time. Thanks for raising a great. So let's talk about Matt for a second. Matt, I heard you on what was it, Thrillers podcast, right? Yeah. About yeah. on the cathedral comment or metaphor. Yeah. Cathedral. Cathedral. I thought that was an amazing comparison. What do you guys think about that? Did you listen to that, Kyle? 
Hey guys, it's Matt. Um, I changed an opinion I had for a long time. It was limiting, so I changed it. I figured I would get better at life. So I changed my opinion and I'm doing something different because of it. That thing I'm gonna do different is I might go work on Bitcoin because I can guarantee it's gonna be here for the next 100 years. So maybe I'll go build something amazing as part of the cathedral. And maybe that cathedral, we make the pretty part on the outside. Like they have this one in Spain, La Sagrada Familia. You guys know this one? They put all the statues on the outside. So even if you don't go to church, you still get to see how pretty it is. Maybe that's what I'm up to these days. Nah, dude, I'm playing with shit. I got a beer in my hands. Yeah, Let's do this. Toasty. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Yeah. 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 Cool. Girls. Yay, surprise. Go, go team. Yeah, man. Spirit. Wow, did I try spirit, my nails for this? Don't spirit fingers. <laughs> what do you guys think? What do you guys think about yeah. the? What do you guys think about the choice of color for oh, my? For my? For my? Something it is fabulous, isn't it? Yeah. Pink, pink is my. <laughs> It it is heavy. It, it is heavy. So I might have. Yeah, yeah. This guy today, dude. Listen, bro, you'd break both wrists trying to jerk it. <laughs> was it so heavy that you broke your wrist? Was it so fucking light that it fucking grip it like a fucking? I didn't know you were left-handed. <laughs> Bill coming in with a stranger. I I do like to pretend that I get get the hand under the leg for a little while and let it go numb. You know, feel like it's somebody oh. you don't even know. That's good. Uh, Goodbye. Hi, hey, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> no, mom. I just sent this to my parents. Yeah, I just sent this. Uh, so, uh, Joan Rothman, if you're watching, hello. Daryl Rothman, if you're watching, hello. I just saw that picture. That's that not safe for work. <laughs> no, I said my dad will find this hilarious. Um, Schadenfreude. But, um, DJ Rothman. Yeah, that's uh, a Darley. That, yeah, that pisses him off. Yeah, but anyways. Um, so uh, yeah, I gotta piss. Take my seat for a second. I'm taking your seat. I'm taking your yeah, DX just for a second. I gotta piss. I gotta piss. All right. So I'm back. I'm in a seat now. I'm taking the mic. Uh, this is this 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 is gone off the rails. That's a point. Uh, <laughs> Phil, 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 Phil. I got a question for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think so too. But I'm gonna ask Phil the last question of the day. Phil, you got to bring us home. I w Phil, I want you to do an acapella of a song, and you sing us out, brother. You gonna do that? Don't you know Hold on. That that is. Shut your whore mouth! I hate that song. No, it's a banger. First of all. Anyways, first of all, we've got a lot of things to talk about because I think what we learned tonight is that Carr doesn't understand double negatives. And that probably he doesn't understand the definition of a question because for, we we have a question for Phil and that question is sing us a song. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like seven beers in. How about what song do you want to sing, Phil? This is this is what happens when you get drunk during <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, it's, stop doing that. It's 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 Matt. <laughs> we invite you. <laughs> we invite you. We we invite you up here. Awesome. We invite you up here. Hey, hey, we're having a time. This, this is what PBS is. We invite this guy up here to have a quiet, uh, gentle. Listen, I love this show. I love this community. And sing me a song. Look, I, I don't. Oh, shit. No, sh stop doing that. Tell me, tell me what song oh, to sing. Oh wait, I got one. This song goes out to Cal Murphy. Former veteran, or yeah, veteran. Former veteran. <laughs> Former <laughs> veteran. <laughs> we did say we were drinking. Okay. And he said, 
I have seen the others and I have discovered that this fight is not worth fighting. So take a shower, shine your shoes. You got no time to lose. You're your man, you must be living. Go now, you are forgiven. Stack sass, bitches. PBS is done, baby boy. Let's go home and have a great. We'll see you next week. Next Friday, 530.